Jara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges. Facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another episode which are spike in the podcast. This is Norhadi House and I'm now with uh, Greg Sledgel. He is the founder of Splinter Risk Management Consortium and Greg is also a professor in risk management. Today's topic is how to know your splinter risk and how to avoid them. So thank you for joining us Greg and welcome to our show on Bichara Splinter. It's a pleasure to be here with you Norhadi. Mhm. So before we get in, can you please a brief about yourself and your professional background? Yeah, sure. I'll give you a quick uh, thumbnail sketch. Uh, uh, we, I am the founder of this organization called the Supply Chain Risk Management Consortium. Just to mm-hmm. give your your readers and uh, attendees a, a little more um, uh, context, it actually it's 26 companies okay. and around. It's around 1,200 risk professionals around the globe, mm-hmm. and these companies bring tools, techniques, methodologies, and solutions okay. that support our end-to-end vision of supply chain risk from a book that we published back in 2014. Uh, the consortium has grown up out of yeah. the MBA class at Lehigh University. Uh, I also teach... Enterprise risk management at a university called Villanova here in the states. Yeah, uh, I've I've been an IBM supply chain executive consultant for about eight years, um, and about I spent about 30 years as a supply chain executive for a couple of Fortune 100 companies, and also been on the board of Apex now ASCM. Yeah. For eight years, culminating in the presidency of the organization back in the late nineties. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, I-, I wanted to start this conversation by asking you a very fundamental question: uh, Why is uh, risk management an important part of supply chain management? I can certainly uh, give you our perspective. Couple yeah. threads. Uh, first and foremost, supply chain as a profession has become very critical to the to the success of manufacturers around the globe. Mm-hmm. However, almost every supply chain now has a global supply chain component because of the internet, which yeah. means all companies have more facilities, more transactions, more people dispersed around the globe, resulting in more uncertainty, complexity and risk. Yep. in their supply chain. Mm-hmm. Now, with that said, all right, any disruption to a supply chain can cause tremendous financial damage to the mm-hmm. bottom line and the company's brand. Yeah. In fact, there are several studies that have found on average every company no matter what you make will experience about 10 to 11 supply chain disruptions per year per 12 months. at about $350,000 US dollars per disruption which equals about 4 million dollars US dollars 
of impact to your bottom line every year. That is real money. Mm. Yeah. So how to identify this kind of supply chain risk? Do you think any space systematic approach on how to, to identify the risk? Oh, yes. There, at the moment now, we've been, we've been focusing and uh, evangelizing on supply chain risk management's important for, importance for about 10 years, since mm-hmm. about 2010. Yes, there are many ways now to identify risks. First things first, to get your readers and so forth grounded, you need to understand where the risks can come from in your supply chain. For instance, in our book, we highlight four spheres of risk. Those spheres are supply base. Yes, you can have supply base disruptions with your suppliers. You can have demand side risks in your supply chain, which means you can have a customer risk event. Yeah. You can, you can have risk events in your own supply chain. And then there's risks out there we call external environmental risks, which we don't have control of. In fact, the hard facts are we only, we supply chain professionals only control one of four areas and that's our own supply chain processes. Yeah. And, and we can, we can even experience supply chain disruptions in that area. The other three spheres we do not control and therefore we advocate that companies need to put together risk response plans, what we call scenario planning for those events we can't control. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it is at, in that in that term, on those terms, uh, as a background, if you're starting your supply chain journey, we advocate and teach how to map your supply chain. It's called supply chain mapping. It's an exercise. It fosters collaboration between all the departments. Uh, you map all your facilities, including your suppliers, your contractors, and your customers, and then you connect the flow of material through the supply chain and you start to identify the risks that have either occurred in that supply chain Mm -hmm. or could occur. And then you plot those risks on top of that supply chain picture. Mm -hmm. We advocate doing that. You can do that manually. You don't need computer systems. Start, start small, do it manually. You can use things like VisiCalc, PowerPoint, but that's what we advocate to organizations who are starting at ground zero is to go through an exercise of supply chain mapping, start small with a small product line and go through that exercise. Mm-hmm. Now that's, that's if you are starting at ground zero. Yeah. Already, we, we have at least 20, 250 companies around the world that we consider exemplar supply chain risk companies. Mm-hmm. They they have all the tools and techniques. They use SCRM solutions. All right. These solutions, and I'll give you some names for your readers, yeah. such as NC4, Resilience 360, ah. Re- Resilink, 
yeah. and risk risk methods, just to name a few. Mm-hmm. These these companies capture risk events around the world every sixty minutes. They classify yeah. those risks. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they even assess those risks, and they send that data electronically to their subscribers. Mm-hmm. The subscribers, like IBM and Cisco, basically take that data and they plot that data on top of their digital global supply chain maps. And if and they evaluate every 60 minutes if any of their facilities will be impacted or are impacted by a risk event around the globe, mm-hmm. and if so, immediately begin to attempt to mitigate those risks. Mm-hmm. Why? Because in this business, speed is life. In supply chain risk, if you can identify, assess, mitigate, and manage a risk faster than your nearest competitor, that is a strategic advantage. Uh, that's how that's how I would how I would answer that question. Okay, perfect. It's really awesome. So uh, before we close off our conversation today, Greg, I would like to hear your opinion about uh, our recent issue of coronavirus, which is really happening not only in China but now is spreading to all over the world. So, do you think it will be impact to supply chain globally? What is your uh, opinion in terms of uh, supply chain risk perspective? Uh, in in this case, the coronavirus. This is a real test of a company's supply chain risk protocols for resiliency and sustainability. It's wow. a real live test. Okay. And, and I would I would say to your readers, if you are not as a company, if you are not doing many of these supply chain risk best practices that that we touched on. I, we would advocate you do this. I'll give a, I'll give you just a couple of bullets. First and foremost, as a company, mm-hmm. understand where the virus in where are the virus impact areas. Get a okay. sense of that, possibly through social media, maybe Google Insights. There's enough information out there in social media where you, as a company, can start to get a sense of geographically and size where the impact area is mm-hmm. in terms of the virus. Yeah. Then then plot where your facilities or suppliers and customers and contracts are. Contractors are relative to the impacted area. Yeah. Make calls, get email, send emails, get an on the ground as is status of condition of your customers, your suppliers and your contractors. Mm-hmm. And then begin to identify your parts, your components, and your materials that can be affected by the disruption and understand basically where that those parts are, like inventory. Where are my parts and components and materials? Are they on land, ship, air, truck, etc.? Mm-hmm. Then the last two things you can do, you run out, you do what we call a run out analysis, which means you Calculate how long will all that inventory level our sales, um, you know, support our sales. Yeah. And then essentially, if it goes beyond a couple of weeks, we would advocate you as a company need to scan for alternative suppliers and keep the lines of communication 
open for your employees, your suppliers, and your customers. Mm-hmm. This is these this is what exemplar companies like IBM, Cisco, Nokia, Ericsson, Ericsson, Coca-Cola. This is what they're doing every day and they probably have done it because they subscribe to these alert systems. They probably have risk response plans in place and are exercising those. So, this is a true test of a company's risk protocols for resiliency and sustainability. I see. Okay, perfect. Awesome. So, thank you for your time, Greg. Uh, I was really enjoying our conversation. So, uh, wish best of luck. See you and goodbye. My, my pleasure. Cheers. At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share Bichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.bicharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.